The automotive aftermarket industry, it's probably bigger than you think. Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. With us from SEMA, the Specialty Equipment Market Association, is CEO Mike Spagnola. Hi, Mike. Hi, thanks for having me, Fred. Well, great to see you. Give us a bit of background, first of all, about the association. You represent businesses that make and sell a wide range of accessory parts and more for, for cars and trucks. Right. So SEMA represents over 7,000 companies, members, who manufacture and distribute uh, all the automotive accessories um, that you see on cars today. So anything from larger tires and wheels to performance uh, suspension parts, uh, any anything you see that's customization typically comes through a SEMA member. And you are out with an economic impact report here. Give us, give us the overview. Yeah, pretty exciting. Uh, we just did our economic report, and um, it's uh, we are about three hundred thirty-seven billion dollars a year to the uh, to the economy here in the United States. We support about one point three million jobs and uh, U.S. jobs. That is. Um, and um, support, uh, it's over $104 billion in just wages and benefits, $40 billion in taxes, and $24 billion in federal and state taxes. So it's, uh, it's a very large industry and uh, one that uh, is larger than so many other areas uh, in, the, in the U.S., so many other economies. And I understand consumers spent something like uh, $52 billion on these specialty aftermarket products uh, last year. That's correct. Yeah. So all those sorts of things. And a lot of those accessories, a lot of those parts are purchased within the six, first six months of purchase of the vehicle. So um, when people buy their vehicles, they want to individualize them for a lot of reasons, uh, whether it's off-roading or whether it's for industrial use, uh, you know, contractors, all those sorts of things, or just have something unique and different uh, with a different look uh, in performance. Uh, those those uh, products tend to get bought well, within the first year, about 74% of those get bought within the first year after buying that vehicle. So with, with that being the case, I'm sure you're uh, rooting for a quick end to the uh, to the labor strife here, right? We are. It's really important to us. Um, you know, not only do consumers buy those vehicles um, so that they can uh, individualize and accessorize them, but our manufacturers buy them as well. So uh, let's just say that you are a suspension manufacturer and you want to develop a product for a 2024 vehicle, our manufacturers actually buy those vehicles and use them as test beds and to develop products uh, from uh, so that they can develop those products, get them to market, as well as uh, they use them for images and those sorts of things to advertise their products. So uh, if there aren't vehicles available, that economy, our um, billions and billions of dollars of economy slow down. You know, it, the... Uh... The way you operate is is interesting from what I understand that you actually go out and and do a lot of the work that uh, to help your individual members. Tell us how that tell us how you do that. Yeah, so we have uh, product development centers. We do a lot of work to foster business uh, in a lot of areas, everything from education to um, helping them through uh, business planning, those sorts of things. But one of the areas that we're really excited about is called our SEMA Garage Technology Centers, where uh, we help uh, members develop products and take them to market. So for example, if you wanted to build a product that affects um, an engine, it has to go through emissions testing. That actual new product that you want to develop to 
alter the vehicle for more performance, for example, has to go through CARB and EPA emission standard testing. And so we do that work in two of our facilities. We have a facility here in Diamond Bar, California, and one in uh, Detroit, Michigan, where we actually do the emissions testing that's EPA CARB approved and certify that those products um, can not only add performance, but um, are emissions tested and meet the requirements as set by the EPA and, and CARB. In addition, we'll help through CAD data. Uh, we've got uh, thousands and thousands of CAD files and engineers on, on staff to help our manufacturers develop products and get them to market. So, um, and then testing along the way uh, to make sure that those products meet uh, various standards. Kind, the kinds of things that would be very expensive for smaller companies or startups to try to undertake on their own. Right. You know, one of the things we're really working on now are just all the ADOS standards, all the advanced driving system standards. So all those things that you see with lane change, departure warning, braking, uh, all those technologies that are coming out on vehicles now, uh, we have the one and only facility that does that sort of work to test what happens when you modify a vehicle and uh, do those standards all still work. So we do both static and dynamic testing on behalf of our members to uh, understand if the if anything affects those safety standards, and then That's how to bring compliance. Yeah. Interesting, and uh, I assume with so much technology being built into uh, new cars today, some of the aftermarket products uh, are designed to help owners bring some of those new technologies into into the older vehicle. Yeah, we're doing a lot of that work, and it's always interesting to see our tech center at, at our SEMA show, our trade show we do every year. We have a technology center uh, where you can see some of the newest innovations. But, you know, I look at technology in a few different ways. You know, first is what people think about most, which is what are those technologies on modern vehicles and, um, and even the tools and equipment needed to diagnose and to repair those technologies um, and, and some of the things we talked about. Uh, on this ADOS program. So those are the technologies people think about, right? You know, diagnosis, making sure that those products uh, fit, um, and then um, retrofitting as well, right? We're doing a lot of work in the EV market where you can retrofit uh, EV uh, components into a gas-powered car. So you can take, you name it, a 69 Camaro now and make it into an EV and uh, take the gas engine out, put all the EV components in it and convert it to a electric vehicle. So that's kind of fun, um, along with um, some of those ADOS technologies, uh, whether it's lane change departure or or um, a blind spot detection, those sorts of things can be retrofitted to, into older vehicles. And then uh, finally, you know, uh, some of the things that people don't necessarily think about as far as technology, is just retrofitting newer products into older vehicles. So again, I can take, let's just say a 1955 Chevy truck, put a modern chassis on it, put modern suspension, modern brakes, uh, air conditioning, all those technologies that are on an old vehicle um, or on a new vehicle, we can convert into an old vehicle. So you can you can drive your 55 Chevy truck, but it has a modern engine, which is less emissions output, um, better braking, better suspension, all, and all the comforts that we're kind of used to today. Maybe even a lane keeping camera in there. <laughs> You can. You can actually do that now. So it's pretty, uh, you know, the SEMA members are pretty um, innovative in their technologies. And 
uh, I've, I've now gone to, this will be my 43rd year at the SEMA show. And I'm still amazed every year of the things that people think of that, you know, we probably all hit our forehead and say, man, I wish I'd thought of that. Are there other ways that uh, the coming uh, EV onslaught uh, might uh, change this whole market? Yeah, I think so. I think that, uh, you know, again, we've got to continue to develop and innovate. Um, you know, I saw an article that talked about, does our industry have five more years? And it talked about government uh, regulations. It talked about emissions compliance. It talked about safety. It talked about all these things. And they wondered if our industry had five more years. Well, the article was from 1977. And so, uh, you know, we continue to innovate. Um, you know, for example, on EVs, uh, let's just take the new Ford Lightning, that truck, you can still add all the aftermarket accessories. You can still add larger tires and wheels for off-roading, all of the utility items that you might need, uh, let's just say as a uh, carpenter or any of those sorts of things. You know, all those accessories still need to be developed and added to an EV. Very interesting. Is there a place people can go to for more info? Yeah, you can go to uh, SEMA.org. Uh, or you can go to seamashow.com. It's S-E-M-A dot org. Mike Spagnola, thank you for spending time with us. Thanks very much, Fred. Good talking to you.